Betlick podcast, welcome back. We are back in action from London, the central headquarter for Betlick. I'm here, Dan Wickman, with Ian Hislam. Hi, Dan. And Varun Mathur. Hey, Dan. We'll talk about the great Milano derby, AC Milan facing Internationale on Sunday evening, a huge clash in Serie A this weekend, where we can also see three teams uh, gathering up on 48 points if Man United and Tottenham wins their matches with City playing on Monday against Wigan and Ian. We are sitting here on a Thursday and Spurs won 2-0 against Everton uh, yep. on Wednesday evening at home. They are marching on. How do you rate them now? Are they a proper title contender? Well, they could be joined top on Saturday, so you have to say they are title contenders simply by looking at the table. Um, they're on a fantastic run of form. Uh, I think if you look at the league table after the first two weeks of the season, Tottenham would actually be top. They started with United and City, unfortunately mm. for them, and struggled. But their form since then has been fantastic. Um, and yeah, I mean, they are contenders. They need to keep everybody fit, mm. which is the same for any team with aspirations to win the title. Um, I think Redknapp was spot on last night. He said, look, you know, anything's possible, but we just want to finish in the top four. And I, and yeah. I think even Spurs fans would say to you, look, we just want to finish in the top four. Mm. If we can finish above Arsenal as well, that's a bonus. But mm. no, I mean, they're there or thereabouts. Um, looking at the title and the run-in, you still have to say City have the easier run-in by far of, yeah. of the three title contenders. But as Harry said, anything's possible. I'd be very surprised if they did win the title simply because they've got more tricky games coming up yeah. than City do. But. We have been waiting for them to fall a bit. Maybe it will not happen that dramatically, but still they have, for example, now City away on the 22nd of January. That will be a crucial game for both sides. And football's very much about confidence. I mean, we yeah. don't know how the next two weeks are going to go, but if, if the game was coming up this weekend, we'd be mm. looking at the confidence of the two sides the fact that Tottenham are at full strength and City mm. are not, and we'd mm. be perhaps looking at it more favourably towards Tottenham. But by the end of January, it could be a different story. It's been such a crazy season. Yeah. You don't really know what's going to happen from no. one week to the next. No. But uh, no, Tottenham are there on merit. And uh, mm. no, they've, they've been fantastic this season. Um, mm. Being a Spurs uh, fan, as many people are listening in, I'm sure will be worried that it isn't just um, a one-season wonder. Obviously, Harry Redknapp's linked with the England job as well. So mm. looking past this season, we don't really know what the future holds for Tottenham. But no, at the no. moment, they're there on merit. And um, it's exciting for us mm. as neutrals to have three teams up there. Yeah. And you guess what the City are thinking when they have Adebayor on loan there, uh, scoring for them a title uh, competitor. Uh, Varun, you are looking ahead to a great weekend in Serie A with uh, Milan Derby on the schedule one of the big ones of the season. This time with uh, AC Milan in the front run, eight points ahead of Inter, but Inter have climbed the table dramatically the last weeks. Oh yes, they have. I mean, uh, they started the season in a very horrible fashion, Inter did. And, you know, there were quite a few losses here and there, new manager. Mm. It took a while for them to get used to Claudio Ranieri, but yeah. now they seem to be clicking together. Mm. At the last weekend, they beat Parma 5-0. Yeah. Brilliant performance. It was almost in the same as on the Mourinho. The first yeah. time they've got five wins in a row since the Mourinho days yeah. as well. So they're kind of building confidence. And the derby, in a way, comes at the best time for Inter mm. more than Milan because they've got nothing to lose. They've got mm. an eight-point gap, which they need to make up to the yeah. top. But right now, they're primarily aiming for third place, yeah. which is Udinese, which is six points ahead. Yeah. So they can go into this game with a lot less pressure on them because Milan are tied with Juventus at the top. So as Ranieri put it last no evening, he said that you know Milan go into this game with a lot more pressure on them. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, in a way, you can see why Inter would want to do well in this game. Mm. Milan is 2.20 in odds at Betlick, while Inter pays 3.20. It sounds, uh, when I listen to you, that Inter could be value here. Oh, there could definitely be some value mm. here. Uh, here's another interesting fact is that Ranieri has got a very good record against the big teams in Italy. Yeah. Uh, throughout the derbies which he's been in, in Italy, which is win for Juventus against Torino, at Roma and Lazio, he's never lost a single derby game. So he's got one of those derby mm. and big game mentalities which mm. he manages to get through to his players quite effectively. Mm. And at 3.2, they're definitely a good bet. More so because Diego Melito, he had a brilliant game against Parma. He seemed back to his best mm -hmm. when he was under Mourinho. Yeah. He got him two goals and he's at 7.5 to get the first goal in the derby. So you can be sure that if you want to place a punt, that seems to be a very viable one. Yeah. And most importantly, uh, the other thing which you also need to look at here is if you look at the form, seven wins out of eight games for Inter, mm. six wins out of eight for Milan, and the derby has never ended in a draw since 2004. Exactly, it's been 13 games or something. Yeah. Like, amazing scoreline there. Exactly, uh, they've always been a winner. Yeah, so let's see, maybe it's a draw on the book now, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Zlatan Ibrahimovic, the charismatic Swede, pays 5.50 to score the first goal for Milan if he does. Pato might do his last game if he ships off oh, to yeah. Paris Saint-Germain, he pays 7. Uh, then, as you said, Forlan 7.00, Milito 7.50, and Pazzini 7.50. Sarate 15 times the money. Ranieri <laughs> is tearing his hair about Sarate, isn't he? Oh, yeah. he? He says he's brilliant on practice, but sometimes he can just stand and look when it's match time. So he doesn't know what to do there, yeah. really. It'd be hard to Zerate for Sarate to get yeah. into the game. So yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But Snyder seems to be playing now, yeah? Yes, Snyder is set to make a comeback. Uh, he has been injured for long stretches under Ranieri. He's hardly played about five games this season because of injury, and now he's just about got his fitness back together. Mm -hmm. And uh, Inter are expecting a big boost in the form of his return. Yeah. Is it any factor here that Milan has the home uh, favour, that they have more fans behind them? It's always a factor in the sense that, you know, with... The San Siro, the arena is absolutely huge and when you've got so many of your own fans cheering you on, mm -hmm. it's going to be a sold out 80,000 strong crowd there. They will have the factor, but then again, uh, the, both teams are used to playing on the pitch mm -hmm. and that's one of the crucial factors yeah. when you go for away games. So mm -hmm. in that sense, apart from the fans backing, it's not going to be any different than a home game for Inter either. Mm -hmm. But at 3.2... It seems like a very strong chance that you know you might just have an upset on the cards. Yeah, I mean, as you said, they they showed great form now uh, against Parma, especially. They scored nine goals now in two games. And so nine goals in two games. So they have a lot of power now. And both teams haven't yeah, conceded as well. They have conceded. Inter have conceded only three in their last eight games. Mm -hmm. Milan have conceded two in their last eight mm -hmm. games. So we could see a close, close game, maybe just under two or three yeah, goals. That could also be a bet for you out there. Interesting stuff. Um, we will get back a bit to, to that game and Serie A uh, very soon. Uh, we have a nice little weekend coming up here with the Spanish League as well. And of course you will get the best bets from us. Uh, let's start with Premier League and see what Ian Hislam, the one and only, have picked there <laughs> this weekend. 
Thanks, Dan. Well, I'm going to stick with my Beckley TV picks this week. Um, looking at a short price favourite, first of all, I do fancy Arsenal at Swansea. Um, before I mention that game, obviously the likes of Tottenham and Man United fully expect them to win this weekend, but the odds are very, very short. You'd put it in an accumulator, but that's pretty much it. But I do like Arsenal at Swansea. They're 1.65. Obviously, they're rejuvenated lately with the return of, of Thierry Henry um, and kind of the, the fairy tale ending to that FA Cup game against Leeds. Robin Van Persie was rested for that game, so he'll be back fully refreshed. Swansea are quite tight at home. They have only lost once. Um, they've only conceded four goals at home as well. But I just think the style of play that, that Swansea produce, which is nice passing game, I think that actually plays into Arsenal's strength. I think Arsenal prefer playing these kind of teams mm. rather than playing the likes of Stoke. Um, I think Arsenal are much better equipped to, to deal with that kind of opposition. Passing game. Definitely. Mm. Um, I mean, Arsenal themselves are the second high scorers away from home in the Premier League. And they seem to be finding form. So yeah, 1.65. I thought it would be a bit shorter than that. So so that was the banker for this week. Um, the pick, I'm going against Blackburn yet again, as I always <laughs> seem to do every week. Well, they've still got Steve Keane there now. Eight defeats. Not your favourite manager. <laughs> I feel for him. Yeah, um, you have to. You know, I, I, I think... It's not an easy ownership situation. There. No, I mean, I have to be honest. I think that the stats speak for themselves in that he has struggled to do a good job there at Blackburn yeah. but, but I certainly feel for him I think the abuse he's received is, is over the top but you know eight defeats at Ewood Park which is part of the reason why the, the Blackburn fans are so up in arms you know it's home form tends to get you out of trouble when you're at the bottom of the league and at the moment Blackburn aren't doing that um, they showed that perfectly over Christmas and New Year they got that fantastic win at Old Trafford and then followed that up uh, with a home defeat to Stoke, which pretty much sums Blackburn up, to be honest. Yeah. They concede an awful amount of goals. And if we're talking about the Christmas period, Fulham themselves did themselves no harm at all. They got a great draw at Chelsea, followed that up with a win against Arsenal. Mm. So they're starting to gel a little bit under Martignol. It, it's taken a while for them to do that. but uh, Yeah, I can just ship in there. I saw them live against Chelsea there when mm. they drew at Stamford Bridge. And it seems to be clicking now in the defence as well with uh, Hangeland. And also yeah. Reese is a bit withdrawn now, so he plays in the same position as in the national team in Norway. So they connect very well. And yeah. Reese is as best when he comes from behind on the flank definitely can cover up. So they had a very good FA good Cup win as well they, yeah. they, they were facing Charlton which on paper looked like it could have been a bit of a tricky tie that Charlton are doing very well in League four 1 nil was it was 4-0 yeah. yeah. and so it just goes to show that they are finding form at the right time and I just think they're two and a half on Betclick to win at Blackburn um, I expect goals in that game as well we're a bit short on the over goals but I think there'll be goals as there always tends to be in Blackburn games due to their defence and the fact that to be fair to Rovers you know they have Yakuba up front they can score a few as well but I think two and a half on Fulham's a good price uh, the way they pass it around could give Blackburn all kinds of problems and um, we're still waiting to see if Steve Keane's going to be there at the end of the month it looks like he will be but mm. another home defeat here for Blackburn they could be six points from safety and it's a big ask for them to get out of that yeah. that said if they do beat Fulham they could actually climb out of the bottom three so it's a huge game for yeah. them but I don't know when they tend to be under pressure at home it doesn't really work out for them and I can see it being another long afternoon for them so yeah. two and a half Fulham is the pick this week That's, that sounds like the bet of the weekend from Ian Hislam uh, Fulham beating Blackburn away 2.50 on Saturday afternoon check that out on uh, Betlick Varun Mathur, have you checked anything on the on the English? Uh, uh, yes, we league? have indeed. Uh, we've got a few good games yeah. in terms of value. We've yeah. got Aston Villa and Everton. Mm -hmm. Now, both teams are going through a patchy form, uh, patchy stage rather. Um, 
amazing value on just about everything here. You've got 2.4 for an Aston Villa win, 3.3 in a draw, and 2.8 on Everton. And I'm going to go with the draw on this one mm. at 3.3. Uh, as I said, both teams, uh, they've struggled for form in recent terms. Uh, we've seen Everton get a... They lost to Tottenham uh, midweek. And uh, Aston Villa, despite getting through in the FA Cup, uh, they had a few scares. Mm. And uh, this game's this game to me, seems to have draw written all over it. Yeah, I think that's a good one. It will be very tight, probably. Yeah, and the other game is, of course, West Brom and Norwich. Uh, Now, in this one, I actually fancy, in a way, win for Norwich. Uh, West Brom, they've been tight, and under Roy Hodgson, they've always been a very formidable unit. But Norwich do seem to have that capability to pull off something out of the blue every now and then. They're still in the top half of the table, which is amazing for a side which was taught to not be up to Premier League standards. And I could probably see them just about snatching a win here. Mm. It's 3.75 indeed, yeah. I think going back to that Villa game as well, it's going to be a debut for Robbie Keane, who they just oh, yeah, signed today. Exactly from um, alone. And he has a habit of scoring on his debut, just yeah. Mr. Keane. He's played for a fair old few clubs in, <laughs> his, in his time, but I know he has a, an excellent record. Of, he tends to score on his debut. Whether that's going to be enough for Villa or not, I don't know. I, yeah. I agree with Varun, it's a very tight game. Yeah. Everton, admittedly, are struggling a little, but they're capable. Uh, they're always a difficult side to beat. Yeah. It's very rare that Everton get very comprehensively beaten yeah. in a match. Absolutely. Um, Villa have been struggling for goals, which is obviously why they brought Keane in. But uh, no, I agree. I think the draw is a good price here. It's hard to go with either side with any real conviction. So the draw at 3.3 could well be a good one. Mm-hmm. Excellent. I, I will actually go against you, Varun, <laughs> on West Brom Norwich. Uh, partly from my gut feeling, I think that West Brom have a good chance to, to get back on a winning track here. They had three quite tough matches uh, recently in the league. Man City, Everton and Spurs. Uh, haven't scored but they have drawn away at City and I think now when they're back at home and they feel that they have a good chance with Norwich being a newcomer I think they have a, a positive uh, feeling before the game and that they, they will use that and I think 2.05 in odds is, is good here I, I really admire Norwich at the start of the season but I think that they, they can uh, struggle here so 2 or 5 on West Brom is my yeah. pick it's quite a big game really it's, it's a big month for these kind of yeah, sides I, I'm, I'm thinking of Blackpool last season who were mm. in a similar position to Norwich this yeah. time last season we were all complimenting them on what a great job they were doing yeah, which Holloway they were was, uh, manager um, of the month yeah and he was doing a great job the there and then all of a sudden in the second half of the season it, it just kind of imploded yeah, it's like Hull as well exactly just, exactly so to, Norwich I think they're ninth or 10th at the moment they're doing very very well but they just need to make sure that over the next sort of 6 weeks yeah. That they don't let it slip. It's so a big it's quite surprise for me. Norwich, the biggest surprise by far for me. Definitely. I mean, of the three promoted sides, I did actually think QPR would, would manage the best simply because of the money that yeah. they have behind them. Um, but yeah, Norwich and also Swansea have done very, very well yeah. this season. But it's a 38-game league, not a 20-game league. So yeah. these teams just need to be aware of what's happened in previous seasons to other newly promoted clubs. Yeah. Uh, interesting views there Ian thanks uh, I just need to also go <laughs> against Chelsea <laughs> uh, I don't think they have um, a super season coming up in the spring either and uh, I think it's uh, you just need to try these odds on Sunderland away mm. at Stanford Bridge it's nine times the money nine zero zero for them to win uh, Martin O'Neill has taken over I mean they don't have a brilliant side but he's getting uh, it together and if 
the table would have been withdrawn from when O'Neill took over, they would have been top of the table now, Sunderland, as I saw from some stats. Mm. And Chelsea haven't convinced me. I've seen them a couple of times, and uh, they don't look as the force they have been with um, no problems to come. Yeah, I mean, Stamford uh, Bridge is not the fortress it no, used to be. Exactly. Um, the, you can see that the teams are not fearing that anymore when they come no. there. They feel that they can do something. I saw that when I saw them against Fulham, etc. So either if you go full on, you go on a away win at 9-0-0 or you, you pick uh, X2, so you have the draw or away win at 3-0-0. Yeah, I, I think mean, it, it could be some value in that, actually. I think 1.35 is, is very short on Chelsea. It is very short um, on Chelsea. I wouldn't want to go near that person. I would never touch that. You do if you want, and maybe we will end up with a 2-0 win for Chelsea. Could be, but still, I fancy Sunderland here to to take something. Well, the problem is, going back to that Fulham game as well, usually when Chelsea take the lead, especially at Stamford Bridge, it's pretty much game over. It's always been the case. But a lot of teams this season, as you say, the fear factor isn't there. And even if teams fall a goal behind, uh, something seems to happen to Chelsea Mm. where they, they kind of freeze and allow the opposition to have more possession and more time on the ball and allow them back into yeah. the game. That's happened quite a few times. That was surprised me when I saw them against Fulham, that they stepped back a mm. bit and fall back on the pitch. So, so all of a sudden, Fulham was invited back to the game. So uh, it's strange. Something is not right there. I, I still feel that with Chelsea. Uh, we have a full uh, flog of European matches as well, of course, and we have some picks there for you as well. So listen up here. here you can hear some really interesting stuff. Varun, I guess you have looked on maybe Syria. Uh, yeah, well, you've you got to look in Syria. Yeah. And uh, we've got a few interesting clashes there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the top one is uh, Genoa and Udinese. Mm-hmm. Uh, Genoa just got a new manager at the end of last year. Pasquale Marino did not go well in his first game. They lost 3-0 at Cagliari. Mm. They're entertaining Udinese, who are the informed side, of course. They've shot just about everyone in Serie A. They seem to be having a very strong season. And they've got a good unit there under Guidolin. Mm. And they're going for broke this season. So at 2.4 for an away win for Udinese. And remember here that Udinese drew away to Milan. And they beat Inter at the San Siro. So they've got a good away record. And I could see them you, doing that once more. Yeah. You have to admire Udinese. Well, well-run club, isn't it? Yeah. They uh, well-managed and uh, good finances and all that. So it seems to be a, a good club to play in. Oh, yes. I mean, in terms of the finances Northeast. and in terms of the overall structure of the club it's brilliant because they are a selling club yeah. and they still manage to get the results season yeah. and season. So... That, that seems to be a very good call at 2.4. Yeah. And then if you look around Italy, the other big game is Catania and Roma, which takes place on Saturday evening. Mm. Uh, this is big because Roma's ex-manager, Vincenzo Montella, he's now at Catania. And the way he exited the club wasn't really the best, so there might be a few hard feelings there. Mm. And Roma at 2.35 for an away win, again, seems to be... Quite a good bet considering the form they've been picking up. Uh, they're getting used to Luis Enrique's ideas more and more. They've seem to be playing in a much better way. They seem to be more comfortable playing with each other. And uh, at the week uh, during the week and the Coppa Italia game, they ran out three 0 winners against uh, Fiorentina side, which wasn't doing too badly themselves. So Catania uh, and Roma away victory for Roma at two point three five. Seems it's a nice one, yeah, there's very well. good picks there. Uh, double there with Roma and Udinese could yeah. be something even. Yeah, it goes up to almost, I think, uh, six, six times. Six times, so, yeah. yeah. It's good. 
interesting stuff Varun with the, the big view on uh, European football and Italy Italian league especially thanks a lot so listen on that maybe Roma and Odinese is your double this weekend uh, Ian uh, your European picks this week uh, yeah again looking at some value on away teams here starting off in Spain where Malaga are travelling to Sporting Gijón I hope I said <laughs> that right I'm not even going to try and say that again um, but Sporting as I'm now going to call them are second from bottom in La Liga they've, they've just won one of their last five <laughs> Uh, they've lost more games at home than any other side and Malaga are a team where we know that they spent a lot of money in the summer and they're still very much in the hunt for those Champions League places. Obviously Real and Barca are running away with things in the top two. But underneath those two there are a lot of sides who really fancy their chances of getting into the Champions League and Malaga are one of those teams and and this is a fixture that looks extremely winnable for them. They're they're 2.3 at the moment on BetClick. So we'll fancy the away win there, definitely. Yeah, we seem to have all gone for away teams this, this week, but why not? There's some good value on offer on BetClick and uh, could be some good winnings for us this week. Excellent. I am looking at the Italian league as well. Uh, I just think that uh, maybe Roberto Donadoni is not the best coach on the planet, but it's often the case when you come into side that you something happens uh, directly. And I think that he can't wish for a better match to start with facing uh, Siena at home with his Parma. Siena haven't won away. They have four points from eight away games. Parma have won four out of nine home games. And I think this could be a match for them to to take three points in with Donadoni uh, on the bench there. Uh, 2.25 is thoughts on Parma. Sunday, kick-off 3 p.m. I think it's a quite good price there. 225 on Parma to beat Siena uh, from Florence, outside Florence, uh, on Sunday afternoon. That's a good pick. I also think that uh, Fiorentina could be a banker material at home to Lecce mm. at 140. They are strong at home. Lecce is um, bottom of the table. They are a bit better away than at home, which is a bit strange. But still, I th- think this time Fiorentina will be too strong for, to, for them. So 140 on Fiorentina is quite good so Palma Fiorentina could also be a good uh, double maybe we see we have found some good Italian bets here Barone, yeah we? we have it seems <laughs> to be a good betting weekend it, in Italy it is, it is finally your picks in Milan Inter how, how do you rate uh, it? What, what will you go for Ian I agree with Varun actually. I think just looking at the prices alone, Inter is the standout bet for me. Mm. Um, they're in fantastic form. They finally gelled. Um, obviously, they're no strangers to the San Siro, so that's not going to be a problem. So for me, three point two. Just looking at the odds, if you if you want to value bet three point two on theoretically what is a home team yeah. who are in form, I think that's too good to ignore. So yeah. we'll go with Inter. I agree. Of course, I follow Varun as well. <laughs> I think that three twenty is uh, high value here. Inter seems to have something going now uh, so why not even if uh, as I now see it's uh, the last draw as we said earlier since 2004 so yeah. 70 matches uh, I think it's 320 on the on the draw so yeah. <laughs> if it should be something so you make your picks but I will actually place a uh, flutter on Inter as well Varun you had, had your say yeah. earlier there so we're hoping for a great match and don't miss all the special bets there on, uh, on the match and the live betting as well of course on uh, Milan Inter was at the same time a great game in the French league, Marseille against Lille, uh, which also will be very interesting to see. Okay, we hope you enjoyed it and hope you find your bets out there. We have given given you some views, some thoughts. Uh, I hope you have some uh, uh, good ones from from us. Uh, We are wishing you a good weekend. And before we go, we need to know what you wish for mostly this weekend. Ian. 
Well, I'm hoping from a neutral point of view that, that Man United and Tottenham deliver a home win just so we've got those three teams tied on 48 points. Not just from a neutral's point of view, but also just to see how City will cope with that on Monday night at Wigan. Yeah. Um, it's a very winnable game for them. Um, I know that City have lost four of their last eight. They've lost their last two, but those were cup games. I don't think there's anything too alarming about City's league form at the moment. Mm. That said, this is their first league match, of course, without those key players. So if they are tied at the top with two other sides, it'll be quite interesting to see how they approach that game and... and Wigan are a funny side. I mean, it's yeah. a very winnable game for City, but Wigan now and again, they pull out these crazy results and performances <laughs> and it tends to keep them afloat year in, year out. Yeah, They've exactly. shocked big teams in the past, especially mm. at home in recent seasons. I know against Chelsea and, and United and Arsenal that they've pulled out the odd sort of crazy result. So City will need to be at their best on Monday. So it'll be interesting to see, assuming United and Tottenham get the wins that they, yeah. that they need to get. It'll be interesting to see just how City yeah, perform at They are getting tested now, City, for sure. They are, but they're, you know, they're losing key players. And, and we spoke about this earlier in the season, mm. that other teams have already had these problems. Arsenal, Chelsea, United. This is the first time mm. this season where City have, have had this problem of, of being without key players. Yeah. Um, and it affects every team at some stage in a season. But uh, You could see against it, even if it's the League Cup, and maybe not, I don't know how, how they were fired up for this City, but you could see when Yaya Torre and David Silva out that they surely miss and has uh, some key points there. I think if you took those players out of any team, yeah. they're going to struggle. Exactly. I mean, Mancini has said he, he may well buy in January, and, and no doubt they will. Mm-hmm. Um, they have an endless pit of money, of course, so I'm sure that they will delve into the transfer market. But it's not alarm bells for City, I don't think. I w- it shows how far they've come in that exits from the two domestic cups isn't really what it's all about now. Mm. They've got a really great chance of winning the Premier League. Yeah, and I think that's what... what uh, is on the agenda for for the club to win the Premier League. That's the main thing now, for sure. Varun, your hopes, biggest uh, hope for the weekend? Oh well, I think I'm again gonna bank on the Milan derby. Yeah. Uh, Inter fan as such, so I'm gonna <laughs> let my heart rule the roost for a change. <laughs> so that's why you're backing Inter. <laughs> oh well, okay. Uh, I need to rethink I've got, this. <laughs> I've got the form book going no. for us yeah, here. So no. uh, more than anything else, I mean, both teams have been great in terms of uh, when you look at the recent games. They've been really close games, and uh, it's been almost three official games since Inter last beat Milan. So. They look to be charged up. Uh, they're more relaxed than we've seen them in the past two yeah. years. They're finally getting over the departure of Mourinho. Uh, they, last season just was like a recovery phase for them, I felt. And uh, you can see, uh, I, I can probably see Inter just about nicking this. So mm. I would hope for an Inter win. It just yeah. also makes the Serie A title race that much more interesting. Yeah. As a neutral, I hope for a great fiesta on Sandini. I will pack up my best mortadella and parma <laughs> and have a fiesta in front of my big screen TV. <laughs> and hope for a great match. Uh, so Inter, I will, I will go with them as well. And uh, Possibly under goals as well, even if I hope for goals. <laughs> but a great match, spectacular yeah, as they say. Definitely. <laughs> okay, great stuff. Thanks, Ian. Thanks, Varun. Thanks, Good luck with your bets.